Can the Oregon Ducks football team win the Big Ten in their first year? That's the plan, and I think they can. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today and you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown and get started. All right, we're going to talk about the Oregon Ducks football program right out of the gate. Big plans for them this year. And also, an update on Bill O'Brien, Ohio State Offensive Coordinator, plus J.J. McCarthy in mock drafts. Interesting placement there. And we'll close it out with some fun with our Tuesday tweets, as we always do. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll be, get, be getting the latest uh, episode as soon as this podcast is available each and every day. You know, I like it when coaches are a little bit cocky and confident and a little arrogant and then back it up with their actions or they win a lot of football games. And Oregon football coach Dan Lenning, he might be that guy as he prepares for his first season in the Big Ten. Uh, several months ago, I never forgot this, he, he had an interview was doing a little sit-down interview on camera, and he was asked if the Ducks and the other Pac-12 teams that are coming to the Big Ten are going to have to adjust at all in order to fit with the Big Ten. I mean, after all, the Pac-12 is known for offense and quarterbacks and scoring. They've never been accused, really, of having big-time defenses. Meanwhile, the Big Ten is tough and physical and boasted the top three defenses in all of college football, just right in the Big Ten. The Big Ten likes to punch other teams in the mouth, well, during Lanning's response, he didn't take the bait. He said, no, we won't have to adjust to the Big Ten. The Big Ten will have to adjust to us. All right, all right, shots fired. Let's see. Uh, I should note, as I can feel the Oregon Duck faithful screaming at the podcast now, wait a minute, the Ducks played defense. They were good. Yes, they were the only Pac-12 team to play defense. In fact, they were a great defense. They were a top 10 scoring defensive team in the country last year. And they're going to be just fine in the Big Ten. I think they'll be the most competitive of the four, two, four new teams coming over into the Big Ten this year. So let's take a little closer look at this. Um, I mean, I think this could be quite a story. Uh, this is a very good football team, maybe the best football team. You know, with Washington coming into the Big Ten, uh, the conference will brag all season that they had the two teams in the national championship with Michigan and Washington, but Washington is in a bit of a rebuild. I mean, really, we'll talk about them more tomorrow, but um, when you look at all these new teams coming in, uh, Oregon, for example, the question is, can they win the Big Ten outright in their first year? So look at the possibility. I, I actually think that they can do that, as a matter of fact. Um, Dan Lanning, I think he's got things rolling there at Oregon and let's just take a look at him first of all he was on a short list 
for a lot of major job openings this offseason. He was mentioned as Jimbo Fisher's replacement at Texas A&M. He was definitely mentioned as a possible replacement for Nick Saban at Alabama. I mean, those gigs are tempting. Why didn't he budge? Why? Well, first of all, he seems happy at Oregon. Makes a lot of money. Has everything he needs personally and professionally. Plus, he seems pretty confident that this team that he has put together at Oregon, uh, they might be pretty good. In fact, we might be short-sighting, uh, short-sighted in thinking that Oregon could just win the Big Ten. I think Lanning turned down all those other jobs and is staying at Oregon because they might be able to win the national championship. That's right. The whole thing right out of the box. Um, let's look into this a little bit. You know, the first people to notice um, coach putting his, his anchors down in the waters are the recruits. I mean, a guy doesn't leave Eugene or college station or Tuscaloosa. You know, he, that's a guy that's not going anywhere. There's a good chance he's going to be at Oregon for a kid's tenure. If he decides to go with the school and that's exactly how and why they just landed a new five-star receiver like Gatlin Blair, by the way, who chose the Ducks over Michigan. Some think the Ducks have a top three recruiting class as the second signing period, of course, begins tomorrow. The number one item of intrigue for the Ducks in 2024 is a quarterback, and they seem to be in really good shape there. I mean, let's take a look at that. I mean, Bo Nix is gone. Bo Nix had a great couple of years there, kind of reinvented himself. He's a very accurate quarterback after he left Auburn and spent the last two years at Oregon. Side note, by the way, Knicks did not have an awesome week at Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. A lot of people are not going to maybe hurt his, his draft stock, maybe. So I still think he's going to be taken relatively early in April's NFL draft. But where he falls is anybody's guess. But um, there are a couple of exciting options to replace in there. First of all, Oklahoma transfer quarterback Dylan Gabriel. Um, he's coming as is UCLA transfer Dante Moore, who's a former five-star recruit who played in nine games this past season as a freshman for Chip Kelly. They also have depth with redshirt freshman Austin uh, Novosad, who was the four-star out of high school, actually saw a little bit of action in the Fiesta Bowl. But make no mistake about it. I, and I know uh, this is Gabriel's job starting out. The six-year senior, already a Heisman favorite, by the way, at plus 1,100, according to our friends at FanDuel. Like he started 49 games at Central Florida and at Oklahoma. He's had a great touchdown to interception ratio the whole time. He can run the ball too. In fact, in 2023, he threw for 3,600 yards, 30 touchdowns, and just six interceptions. Takes care of the ball. Rushed for another 12 touchdowns on top of that. Yeah, that that's a Heisman in the making. Those are very exciting numbers, especially with the dual threat thing going on there. So that's pretty good. As far as Oregon's schedule goes, it's pretty interesting. I'm not going to say it's favorable to do this or that because I think everybody in the Big Ten, now that you're combining the best of the best, it's going to be tough. It's a gauntlet for everybody. But let's look at it. I mean, their pre-conference schedule does include Boise State. It's at home, but, you know, Boise's 3-0 and against Oregon. Just throwing that out there. It's a tricky game. Oregon shouldn't be, should be the more talented team here. The following week at Oregon State, again, Oregon will be the more talented team by far in that game, but it'll be a weird kind of a semi goodbye to the Beavers who got left behind in the demise of the Pac-12. Um, I mean, they're still going to play, but I'm, this is the first 
meeting. One's a Big Ten, one's a Pac-12 now, or, or whatever, whatever Oregon State is now. We're not even calling it the Pac-12. I'm not anyway. Um, then there's a uh, a bye before their first official Big Ten game, and guess what? It's at the Rose Bowl against UCLA. It's just going to seem like business as usual. They'll both be playing as Big Ten teams, even though it will seem like an old Pac-12 matchup. So that's going to be weird. But then Michigan State comes to Autzen Stadium. That's that's going to make it feel for real. And even making it feel more real is former Oregon State head coach Jonathan Smith is now the head coach of Michigan State. So that'll be interesting in and of itself. A lot of great storylines. We'll be talking about it regularly here on Lockdown Big Ten for sure. Uh, then after that, the following week, it really gets real. Ohio State comes out to Autzen. That's October 12th. Mark your calendars for that one. We're going to be all over that. I still remember a couple of years ago, Oregon going down to Ohio State and getting a win. Uh, very impressive. They absolutely could play in the Big Ten. So that's, that's Big Ten football right there. And now if the Ducks can get past this part of the season undefeated, then they can start to think about maybe some super special things happening. November 2nd brings another big test at the big house in Ann Arbor as they take on Michigan. And then the Ducks will have another tough road game at Camp Randall to take on Wisconsin. Then they close out the season hosting the national champion runner-up Washington. So uh, it's a good schedule. It has its, its difficulties mixed in there. They're going to have the talent on the roster to, to navigate that and probably do pretty well. And again, don't forget, it's not like run the table or bust anymore because we've got 12 teams in the playoffs. There's, there's room for error now. You can probably have a couple of losses and still make that playoff. I'm not saying they're going to lose a couple. They might not. They might. But either way, they'll be in good shape. I think they'll be in good shape to make a run of some sort into the playoffs and maybe even a Big Ten title outright. We'll see how other things shape up. But um, I, I like how this team stacks up. I like Dan Lanning, and I think he's ready to go. Um, it's a good schedule. So, And I, I like the Ducks' chances. This year in the Big Ten, I'm not saying outright they're going to win. They We're going to work on that. we got months to get into that mode, but they certainly could win the Big Ten, and they certainly could make a run nationally, and who knows at that point if you get in the playoffs. So I think Dan Lanning, that's all. That's the, that's basically the reason why he stayed at Oregon. He's, he's loaded and ready to go. You don't walk away from a team like this. So I, that's what I think is going on there. All right, now, some other things to catch up on. Around the Big Ten. Now, I'll get to all of those. That's what we do here. Um, remember when I told you that Bill O'Brien might leave Ohio State? He just got there like January 18th as the offensive coordinator for Ryan Day. Well, I told you he might turn around and leave again and go take the Boston College job. I think that's happening. That's happening. We're going to talk about that and some other things regarding the NFL draft with Big Ten players. All that coming up in just one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. Happy Super Bowl to all of you who want to celebrate with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring a sweet spot on the couch, get the snacks, get the beverages. You're good to go. Now I'm going to have my phone there looking at all the prop bets I got. Uh, you could do that too. Uh, prop bets. You can if, you not only bet on point spreads and, and point totals, you can pick individual players and this player. It's going to score, you know, the over/under on, uh, you know, 
of one and a half touchdowns in the game. He's going to score more or less, that kind of deal. A lot of fun stuff there. Who's going to score touchdowns? How many points are going to be scored? What color the Gatorade is that gets dumped on the winning coach? It's another way to close out your football season with a big W or multiple W's, if you will, while you check out Super Bowl 58. It's a lot of fun. New customers, join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I want to thank everybody for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day, especially every day. If you're once in a while, hey, check us out more. Tell your friends about us. Tell your Big Ten alumni friends about us. We're here. Meanwhile, subscribe uh, if you don't mind. That will help us out a lot. And uh, tell your friends to do the same and share and follow and like Lockdown Big Ten, your team, every day. And don't forget our website, talkbig10number10.com. All of our podcasts are archived there. You could get uh, shirts and hats and pennants from your favorite teams there. Uh, tickets, it's all right there at talkbig10.com. All right. Last week, we discussed the possibility that newly hired Ohio State Buckeyes offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien might ditch Ryan Day and take that newly opened Boston College head coaching job, which was recently vacated when Jeff Hafley left suddenly to take the defensive coordinator job with the Green Bay Packers. Some of you scoffed at me. And the idea in the old comment section, that's okay. I can handle it. It's what we do. We give opinion-based stuff here. Um, look, some um, some thought that O'Brien's top goal is always to be a head coach no matter what. And, of course, he's from Boston, has ties there. I mentioned he probably still has his house there, who is with the, was one of his two stints with the, with the Patriots. Uh, plus, he does have a, a child with a medical situation. Boston's known for wonderful hospitals. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? You got to do what's best for your family. But several news reports have O'Brien going to Boston College to take that job. He was always their first target. The question was, would he leave Ohio State to go there? And uh, as of the taping of this podcast, uh, the financial contractual details are reportedly being ironed out. So there. Uh, he was still at Ohio State at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center as of Monday. People saw him there. So if that's what he chooses to do for his career and or his family, so be it. That's the deal. The real question is, what does this mean for the Ohio State Buckeyes and Ryan Day? Ryan all but cried uncle and said, look, man, I've, I've got one of the biggest jobs in sports. It's growing every day. College football is changing every day. I've got to delegate my offense and my quarterback room to somebody I can trust. because I've got to attend to mill and transfer portal stuff. And it's, it's a huge job. I got to delegate something. And I'm only going to delegate if I can find the right guy. And he found the right guy, Bill O'Brien, 30 years in coaching, 31 years in coaching, experience as a head coach in the NFL and college football. He was the guy, a guy that's worked with Tom Brady before. He knows how to do the quarterback room, Deshaun Watson, all that stuff. So Bill O'Brien, good to go, right? January 18th, he was there. But now that he's probably leaving, O'Brien's possible departure would be a pretty big blow, I think, to Ryan Day in the short term, just in the short term. Um, look, it's getting late in the game for spring football, but it's early enough for fall football to get on with plan B. And 
if they can't find the right person, he could just simply go back to the way things were and call the offense himself. So anyway, uh, I know you Buckeye fans are out there probably wondering or have some comments. We'd love to hear from you on that. Also, I just, you know, the NFL mock drafts are coming out. They're coming out all the time. I'm always looking to see where big 10 players are going to end up. Uh, I saw one that had Ohio state wide receiver, Marvin Harrison jr. At number four, which would give him to the Arizona Cardinals. I think that's about right. I think, I think the first three picks could go quarterback, whether it's via trade or what have you. Um, JJ McCarthy on this poll for Michigan was 13th and that would have him go to the Raiders by the way. But you know, it's a foregone conclusion that Caleb Williams, Drake may and Jaden Daniels top three quarterbacks in whatever order that is. I've been surprised as of late. I see some polls that, have Michael Penix Jr. like not in the first round. Others have him in the first round. Bo Nix, I again, is he a first rounder? Is he a second rounder? And then JJ McCarthy, who I, people have been saying all along, he is going to be a first rounder. And I'm like, he really didn't get to show what he could do because they didn't need him to do uh nfl type so he didn't have to sling it for 400 yards every week at michigan by any stretch uh but as uh jim harbaugh said last week he goes look he's gonna start going to these pro days and these workouts and a combine and once they see how he spins the ball get to know him with the job interview process and all that he's gonna move right jim harbaugh said he wouldn't be surprised if jj mccarthy was the first quarterback taken in the draft i don't think that's going to happen although he seems some people think seem to think he's going to be a first rounder for sure. Uh, and, and maybe like mid first rounder, pretty high up. So, well, I love keeping an eye on that stuff. Um, I want to give a big shout out to big 10 men's hockey for a moment, because this weekend's border battle between Minnesota and Wisconsin drew the largest NCAA men's hockey crowd of the season, over 15,000 in attendance at the Cole center in Madison. All seven hockey arenas that participate in Big Ten hockey have at least one sellout this season. So, and by the way, the Badgers won that game in a shootout over the weekend. Regarding hoops, here we are on a Tuesday night. Got some uh, men's games in action. Rutgers is at Maryland. That is on the Big Ten Network at 6.30 Eastern time. Indiana is at Ohio State. That's at 7 o'clock on Peacock. In fact, there's a doubleheader on Peacock tonight. Michigan State and Minnesota is the late game at 9 o'clock Eastern. And then uh, women's tonight. Uh, Nebraska is at Michigan at 7 o'clock Eastern. And then Maryland at Rutgers at 8.30 Eastern on the Big Ten Network. Hey, if you haven't already, uh, check this out. Locked On, the Locked On family has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's in addition to this one that you're watching here. And it's called Locked On Sports Today. It's 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. That means this, Locked On Big Ten. You can catch it there. A little encore performance there as well. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel all right um we always have fun on tuesdays we have fun on every day really always love to do tuesday tweets you follow me on twitter at talk big 10 number 10 uh i follow you you follow me whatever the case is if i see some stuff i always pull it and pull it into this segment 
So uh, got that coming up next. We'll see if your tweet made our list right here. Tuesday tweets on Locked On Big Ten. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. We'll talk about eBay Motors here. And eBay Motors says everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up everything you need. Um, get your peak performance, superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, everything you could possibly think of, whether you're into speed, power, or style eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need and all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home a win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right. Uh, it's time now for Tuesday Tweets. Let's get on with it here. This is always fun for me. Um, I'm going to describe everything here as best I can if you're on audio only. Uh, when we put this up on video. And we will go full screen here. And there you go. All right. Um, first one has to do with Michigan State. And this is from at MSU Content. What they did is they picked uh, the, the, like 12 logos of Michigan State over time. Want to know which one you like best. And, you know, whether it's the, uh, the Spartan helmet logo silhouette the the black s for state or the script state i think all these are pretty cool if you're watching on video i like the upper left hand corner with the with the silhouette of the mask and then the bottom one with the dude's face the spartan face in there um the script state or the black s i like all those all those are pretty good um so anyway it says hashtag go green all right let's see what else we have here Let's go to at uh, Big Ten Basketball. They put out, uh, this was from uh, earlier, almost a week ago. Penn State got its first win in Bloomington in like almost 10 years. 85 to 71, Penn State with the win over the Hoosiers a week ago. So here is from at Buckeye Natty, Ohio Divided. Says it still blows my mind every day that there are hashtag Ohio State fans who want Ryan Day fired. The grass isn't always greener. He's a first-time head coach with a 90% winning percentage. Kirby had similar struggles early on. Kirby Smart at Georgia. Give Ryan time. He'll break through. He's building a monster in Columbus. Uh, look, this is exactly what I've been saying for like a year. I have, well, six months. I've been saying, look, the guy's got a, I, this is exactly what I say. He's got a 90% winning percentage. New Rockney doesn't have one that high. It's ridiculous. So he lost a few games to Michigan. <laughs> he, he is building a monster in Columbus. He's got it going on. He's doing everything he can to bring them back to the top. And it's not like they're coming from the bottom either. They're, they haven't slipped that far. All right. Here is uh, at Black Shirts. This is CJ Wilshire of Nebraska. You know, the Wisconsin game last week, they were, he came off the bench and he just started just drilling three pointers. I think 
four of his first four or was it five of five? I watched the game. I can't remember, but it was, he was, he was on fire. Oh, no, 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 no doubt about that. All right. Here is from at, uh, at Mike, uh, camera lingo. It is a picture, a freeze frame of a video from the Iowa Maryland basketball game. The ladies in the first quarter, it is Caitlin Clark. Look close. If you have the video, look where she's shooting from. The signature logo on the near side but and, and the angle. You don't make that shot. And she made that shot. <laughs> I mean, it's at least 10 feet behind the line. It's on an awkward angle, well deep beyond the wing. Almost on the sideline, really. She nailed that shot. Amazing. Probably two more games before she's the all-time scoring leader for women's basketball. And uh, we'll be all over it right here on Lockdown Big Ten. What else we have here? Oh, back to that Huskers-Wisconsin game. So, <clears throat> Wisconsin, um, they had a big lead. Nebraska was getting blown. But I keep telling you guys how tough Nebraska is at home. Okay? And it didn't look like it in the first half. But Wisconsin was 120-0 and 0 when they had a, 50, a lead at halftime by 15 points or more. But then they lose this game, so now they're 120 and one, 120 and one in the last century. Blew the blew the 15. I think it was a 16-point lead. It's a great game by Nebraska. Really was. A lot of fun. And let's see here. We've got uh from at uh our friends at Lockdown Golden Gophers. This was after the big win against Northwestern. This is about a week old. Uh just giving a shout out to uh, Minnesota for a big win there. Here was one from uh, Michigan fan Josh. And you can't see all the tweet here. He said, did Blake Corum score a touchdown every game he played in his career? And he just went down without mentioning the game. He just went, no, yes, no, 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 no. That was freshman year. Yes, 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 no, no, no. The list goes on and on to where you know he scored a touchdown in every game this year and then some. So it's a long list of yeses, but we couldn't get it all on the screen. It's pretty funny, and it's true. Uh, this is from Ad Ben Scott Stevens talking about Michigan State basketball might be the most confusing team in college football. The Spartans could reach the Final Four, or they could get bounced in the opening game of the Big Ten tournament. The next two months in East Lansing are going to be a wild ride. And I agree with that statement. I agree with that. They they could go, they could get on a run, or they could they could get bounced. They're very inconsistent this year, but they do have some talent. So it could be a fun ride. No question. Here's from at Swanky Wolverine. Let's go. And there's a picture of Kirk Campbell, the quarterback's coach who has been promoted to the offensive coordinator for Sharon Moore. So Sharon Moore will not uh, be the offensive coordinator and head coach, but Kirk Campbell will come in and be the offensive coordinator now. So that's the plan at Michigan. So that's a look at our Tuesday tweets. It's always fun. Hit me up at Twitter at TalkBig10, number 10 or X, or whatever you want to call it, we are there. And uh, looking forward to your response there as well. Send me something good. I'll put it here on the podcast. I'll single you out. Uh, so many ways to hit me up at Twitter, of course, as I mentioned, talk big, at TalkBig10. The website, TalkBig10Number10.com as well. And don't forget your comments here on YouTube. Tomorrow we're going to take a look uh, at Washington. I'm going to start looking at some of the newer teams in the Big Ten with football. And, of course, all the latest basketball news as well. So we spent a lot of time talking about Oregon today. We'll take a look at the Washington Huskies who are doing a complete rebuild. I think 20 of the 22 starters are gone. That's that's starting over. That's a long ways from making a national championship game. So we'll talk about them tomorrow. 
So tell your Washington friends and uh, be sure to subscribe too, if you don't mind, uh, before you go and follow this podcast right now um, on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. And don't forget, Lockdown has the new Lockdown Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel as well. Go check that out as well. So that'll do it. That's right. We'll talk a little Husky football tomorrow, among other things. Keep a news, uh, keep an eye on the Bill O'Brien situation as well and everything with hoops going on. It's all right here at Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you tomorrow.